Hi, I'm Rebecca from Jacksonville, Florida, and you're listening to Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel. That's Shira. And that's Ariel. Do you like do you like that? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to our counties. Thank you to everyone who has connected with us on our newly established Instagram. You can find us at Counter Programming Pod. Again, that's Counter Programming Pod. We've also gotten a shit ton of what can only be described as fan mail over at our new email account. Feel free to add to that pile at counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com. That's counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com. <laughs> I feel like you slowed down there to a glacial pace. That's counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com. Now they know. <laughs> I just want, I didn't want to spell it out and be too dramatic, but I wanted people to hear it. You're right. We are currently soliciting voice notes from our counties. Basically, what we want you to do is record yourself saying, hi, I'm, and then say your name, and I'm listening from, and then say your town or your state, and you're listening to Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel. We'd love to include those in our podcast. So if you want to contribute, again, you can send them to our email. And if you want to find that email, you can just press the rewind button a few times because we've said it so many times. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to bother you with more. So let's move on. Let's get started. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Counter Programming. If you're a longtime county, that's what we call you, our fans, you'll know that we've spent the last few episodes covering kitchen counters in an attempt to offer you some counter-programming to all the coronavirus hubbub. Our first episode was all about marble, which we kind of decided it sucks. sucks. Listen to that episode to find out why marble sucks. From there, we went on to steel, which honestly stole our hearts. This episode, you're in for a treat because we're moving on to the countertop of the people. You guessed it, granite. Don't take this episode for granite. Oh, man. So, Shira, before we don't take this episode for granite, how has your week been? Well, as you know, Ariel, we're recording this episode right before Passover. And so I am currently preparing a meal so I can zoom into my family's Passover celebrations. And at first I was like, okay, it's easy. I cook dinner all the time, but I have quite a to-do list and I also have to work the next two days. So I'm, I'm a little, um, stressed right now. I like, I underestimated how much work this would be. What are you making that's so stressful? It's not that there's any one thing that's so stressful. It's how many things like I'm going to make matzo balls, not like homemade soup, obviously just going to pour the packet into water. Um, I'm going to do steak, potatoes, and green beans, but I have to make the hard-boiled eggs. I want to make like a matzo, like dessert type of thing too. Oh, yeah. So I'm just feeling a little... Whatever you make for your matzo dessert, can you post the recipe on our Instagram? Of course. I would love to if it comes out good. If it doesn't, I've never made this before. And that's just what, what's happening over here. How are you doing? Things are not bad in isolation captivity over here. This morning, I woke up at 6.45, my alarm went off, and for some reason it was a different alarm than I had planned for. It was much more soothing, so my oh. day started off So my day started off on a weird, weird foot. 
So weird, in fact, that I got a hankering for biscuits at about 6.52 a.m., and by 7.04, I was making biscuits. And I've never made biscuits before. No way. Yeah, I'm, wait, so shocked. I, I mean, biscuits, that's quite an undertaking. It I, really isn't. You don't need that many things. Did you know that? No, I, I obviously did not. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. It's just butter, milk, flour, sugar, salt. That's it. Well, what makes them biscuity? Like, what? how do you make like what do you what's the cooking instructions that make them yeah. like a biscuit not a bread or something I I didn't do that great of a job It did come <laughs> out okay they taste okay but they when I first got the the mixture all together it looked more like pancake mix rather than what what it's supposed to be is like a slab of dough that you're then supposed to separate but it really didn't come out that way so it I mean it was delicious and I'm I've had like four today but yeah weird day weird but delicious day but yeah, but let's 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 start off our day. Let's not take this episode for granted. As always, I will start us off with the dictionary definition of granite. It is a very hard, granular, crystalline, igneous rock consisting mainly of quartz, mica, and feldspar, and often used as a building stone. Why do we call granite the countertop of the people? Well, according to an October 2016 article from treehugger.com, Granite countertops are found in a whopping 64% of new homes. Through our research, we've learned that things may be trending towards quartz now, but still, granite is hugely popular and not crazy expensive. And that's probably why it's hugely popular, but we'll get into that. You can purchase slab granite countertops for $40 to $60 per square foot, which is pretty comparable to the cost of marble, but is a lot less expensive than stainless steel, if you remember from last week, which costs about $70 to $215 per square foot. On average, though, homeowners spend around between $2,000 to $4,500 on installation and materials um, to install a granite countertop. So put that in an order for me, Shira, please. So what is the least expensive to the most expensive? So granite and marble are comparable in price, and stainless steel so far is the most expensive one that we've come into contact with. Now that we've gone through price orientation, I think it's time for our favorite game of the week, the famous structure game. So I've got a list of structures, landmarks, that kind of thing, natural things, and I'm going to read them out, and you're going to tell me whether or not they are made from granite. And if you win, you get nothing. Sound good? Sounds amazing. I can't wait. Let's do it. Good luck. For the first one, we hinted at this one a few episodes ago. Let me know if you remember. Mount Rushmore. I believe we decided it was granite and it wasn't, I think we were talking about marble or steel that time. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that's. I think it was last episode and you asked me if there was steel in Mount Rushmore and I said maybe there was some steel infrastructure. I think we decided ultimately that there was no steel infrastructure. It is completely carved out of granite. Some more fun facts about Mount Rushmore. The carving of the faces is in the southeastern side of Mount Rushmore, and it is among the world's most recognizable granite monuments, so that's famous granite. And Mount Rushmore was chosen because it was the highest peak in the region, and it had some of the hardest granite. Fascinating. I can't wait to learn more about that on our future vacation there. Oh, I forgot about our future vacation, of course. (laughs) All right, ready for your next one? I'm ready. Okay, here it is. Arches National Park in Utah. I do not think from the pictures I've seen there are any there is any granite there. 
You are correct. It's made of sandstone. And of course, it's a natural natural formation made of sandstone. That's why it's got that red, red and yellow and orange hues. Next is the terracotta warriors. I'm going to go with no and assume they're made of terracotta. Yeah, they're made of clay. <laughs> Good job. You had a little terracotta warrior. You made it out of clay. <laughs> and so they are located in Xi'an, which is a city in Shanxi province in China. I went there with my parents in 2012, and it was the busiest. It was during a national holiday, and it was extremely busy. And thinking about how packed in we were there, it's like I don't even, I can't even fathom that anymore. I haven't been close to so many people in so long. We were just talking about that. on. I was just on a call for work. And we were saying how, like, even the idea of hugging someone is scary right now. Like, seeing it on TV, you want to be like, no, 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 don't touch. Yeah. And, like, thinking of places that you've been that were crowded, it's, it's like, hard to fathom that you even let yourself be in that space. Um, Okay, next, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. I'm gonna say... Before we started doing this series, I would have said it was not and would have guessed it was marble. But now I think it's granite because marble couldn't be outside like that. Ooh, you have learned so much. You are correct. The Vietnam Veterans Memorial is made of granite. It is located, as many of you know, in Constitution Gardens near the Lincoln Memorial, which is made of... Pretty sure that one's marble. Yeah, because anyway. I think we were trying to figure out. Yeah, I think that's marble. Yeah, so it's located near the Lincoln Memorial. It came about largely through the efforts of private fundraising from veterans and their families. They wanted to honor soldiers who were lost in the conflict. There are more than 58,000 names of veterans who died or were missing in action. And the memorial was dedicated in 1982. Just some fun facts. Or sad facts, but facts. Two more. Here's your next one. India's Temple to Shiva. I am going to say no. Boo, you're wrong. <laughs> this this was dedicated to one of the primary forms of God in Hinduism, Shiva. It's made from one single enormous piece of granite, and it was built in 1004 AD, and it was just finished five years later in 1009 AD. It took almost, I don't even know if that's a long time to build, but it took five years to build. Seems impressive to me. Is yeah, I couldn't long? do it. I don't know. It's also pretty cool that it's still around, which we'll talk more about with granite later, but it lasts forever. Granite does last forever. I have one more for you, and it is the Grand Canyon. I'm going to say no. You are correct. The Grand Canyon is not made out of granite, even though they sound linguistically similar. Grand Canyon granite. <laughs> it's made of shale, sandstone, or mudstone. I went there once in seventh grade with my grandparents. Oh, good times. I've never been. I need to go. That was the end of our game. You did a great job. Thank you. You win nothing. Woohoo! Thank you. Maybe one day there will be a prize. So let's move on to our next section. We have a new fun, not so much a game, but more of a segment. It's called Granite in Pop Culture. And I'm actually very excited about this one. We found some amazing facts to share. Me too. So the first fact is that New Hampshire is called the Granite State. And we've unfortunately got to say RIP to the old man in the mountain. Shira, are you familiar with this? I'm not. I assume there's a story about an old man then. So basically, there was a natural rock formation for a long time that looks like there was an old man's face carved out in a mountain in New Hampshire. And in 2003, it fell. There was a rock slide. And it made such big news that it was in the New York Times. But a few more facts about the old man in the mountain. Uh, It's also known as the Great Stone Face or The Profile. It was a series of five granite cliff ledges on Cannon Mountain located in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. 
and it appeared to have a jagged profile of a face when viewed from the north. The rock formation was 1,200 feet above Profile Lake and measured 40 feet tall and 25 feet wide. The site is located in the town of Franconia, but as I said, it died, it died. It died in 2003, and the first recorded mention of it was in 1805. So it existed for a long time, almost 200 years, but it didn't quite make it. Oh, it actually, it didn't quite make it to its 200th birthday. It was close, though. Very close. I was just chatting with a friend who grew up in the granite state of New Hampshire, and she was saying that in high school, they would go to the rock, the granite quarries, and drink there because no one would come catch them. I love a good quarry story. I know. It sounded like such a fun high school experience. And she went to Granite State College. Oh, she's so granite. I know. So Amanda, if you're listening, we love how granite you are. We won't take you for granite. Never. What's our next point where granite is in pop culture? This one's obscure. So it it appears that BYU TV had a show that ran from April 2013 through April 2015 called Granite Flats. And some people said it was their favorite BYU TV show. Do we know the premise of Granite no, Flats? No, we can look up the premise. Go ahead. Fun fact about this show, the theme song for it was called The End of the World, which is kind of fitting for right now. Oh, Ariel, it's on Netflix now. Oh. Oh, it's on Netflix. Let's have a county's watch party. And our first series that we're going to binge is called Granite Flats. What's it about, Shira? A small group of friends, the strain of the Cold War, and secret agents from the KGB and FBI all come together in a mysterious small Colorado town. Now on Netflix, BYU TV's first ever scripted drama, Granite Flats will keep you on the edge of your seat as fear is felt, secrets are revealed, and friendships are tested. That sounds like an incredible show. I can't wait for fear to be felt. I'm excited. Have you downloaded the new feature on Netflix where you can like watch with a friend? No. So it's it was like created. Well, I don't know if it was created for this time that we're living in right now, but obviously it's come um, to the forefront in this these times. So you can watch the same thing with a friend at, at the same time. We are going to watch that, and if any of our counties want to join us, we can pick a time every day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was going to say every week, but I need to binge this now. It does sound like a bingeable show, not a, like, weekly thing. No, definitely not. It's crazy that we used to wait for shows to come out every week, and now we just watch, like, I plan on watching all of Unorthodox tonight, all four episodes. Ooh, yeah, I really want to watch that. But let's go to our last Granite and Pop Culture reference. There was a challenge. There is, I think. It still still exists. exists? Oh, there is a challenge called the Granite State Challenge, which is televised in the U.S., and it's a quiz bowl game show for New Hampshire high school students. Yes, and I found a fun fact about it because I would freaking love to do this. I think you have to be a New Hampshire high school student, though. You have to be a granny? Yeah. That's what I call the people who live in New Hampshire. You think that's right? We've got counties. We've got grannies. We've got... (laughs) Okay, so here's the description on Wikipedia for the Granite State Challenge. High schools from around the state compete against each other to win brainy bragging rights and grant money for their school. I'd rather the grant money. How about you? I just love the alliteration of brainy bragging rights. So for me, that's all I want. You want the alliteration? Yeah, I love alliteration. (laughs) Let's see. Anything else? Okay, The rules. The game is played by two teams of four. 
and uses a four-quarter format. That's fine. I can handle that. Mm-hmm. The second quarter uses 20-point toss-ups. How exciting. Okay, let's check who won the last one. Okay, shout out to Littleton High School who won the 2018-19 to Quiz Bowl Championship. Congratulations, Littletonies. Let's head on back to the counter-programming, why we're here tonight, the reason for the season, the countertop of the people, Granite. Granite. So Shira, you're you are our big advantages and disadvantages researcher tonight. So why don't you why don't you tell the people why they should have granite in their kitchen as their countertop? I am super excited because from my research, it seems that there are predominantly advantages to granite, and people were nearly making things up that would be bad about granite. So first and foremost, it's highly heat and scratch resistant, which I know from experience in my own apartment. It is easily cleaned, which is good. We talked, I think, with marble that bacteria would get stuck in it because it was very Mm -hmm. porous. We said it was porous, so it stains easily. Yeah. And granite has a lot of color options, and every piece of granite basically has a -a one-of-a-kind look. The issue with that is that granite lasts forever. So it's very hard if you get bored of your one one of a kind look, it's Mm -hmm. hard to change your kitchen because it's really labor intensive and it requires a lot of additional structural support. So it's hard to take it out and very costly. So if you're someone who changes their mind frequently, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Another disadvantage that I found was that it can crack when hit really hard by a sharp object And the object that was referenced was a meat cleaver. But I feel like from that description, most of the things that you're using on your countertop are not going to crack it. Yeah, guess what? I also will crack if hit by a meat cleaver. Right. Like a meat cleaver is a pretty high level of item to describe as something that would crack it. So I think that that disadvantage is maybe why we see a lot of steel in like industrial kitchens, but- I don't own a meat cleaver. Do you? No. And yeah, uh, that almost, I want to write off that disadvantage because I, agree. I don't think, I don't think I ever want to own a meat cleaver. I, I was saying that like people were literally making up disadvantages. Yeah. Um, I'm into this so far, but let's, let's I, continue discussing. I think part of the issue with granite is that it is really, there's a lot of labor costs associated with installing it because it's so heavy. And so that can rack the cost up, even though the price is comparable to marble, but then it, it lasts you forever. So if I'm thinking of my like future forever home, personally, I'm thinking of, I think granite and it it is really beautiful. It is beautiful. But my question is this, I still don't really feel like by sight, I could tell the difference between marble and granite. The only thing that I've come across is that marble has that traditional marbling to it. Whereas granite seems like the patterns can be kind of all over the place. It doesn't necessarily have a uniform look to it. Does that sound right to you? That sounds right. I also think that granite is more speckled and marble is more like long lines. Yeah, I think that's right. Like the marbling pattern you just described. Yeah, I especially think of the marbling pattern when I think of marble cake. So Shira, at the end of our discussion, and I believe we've come to the end of our discussion on granite, would you? Oh, I would. I have. I have granite in my apartment now. You do? (laughs) I'm a granite girl all the way. What about you? Um, Would I? I, yeah, this to me seems like the obvious choice. 
Next week, we're doing our last episode on our countertop series. And that one might be the one for me. We'll tease it at the end of the episode. But right now, as it stands, we've done marble, we've done steel, and we're on granite right now. Granite, to me, is what I would go for. I think it's the prettiest and also the easiest to maintain once you get it installed. Yeah. That's my overall assessment. I'm in. I would own it. So Shira, at the end of our series on countertops, we should definitely do some sort of brackets like they do for March Madness, but for countertops. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful, especially because there's no March Madness right now. I know. So sad. But I truly believe that countertop, a competition on countertops can brighten up folks' lives more more than March Madness ever could. That's definitely a good topic to debate. I'm not sure if I am fully aligned with you. I do think for my alliteration needs, it should be called countertop craze. Ooh. 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 <laughs> the alliteration just like takes over my body and I, I come up with it. It's been a pleasure not taking this episode for granted with you. It has truly been a pleasure, Ariel. So what does the rest of your isolation look like? I know you are, what time is it by you? It is eight o'clock by me. So gonna heat up some dinner and probably watch a show and then get in bed. Sounds like a lovely night. Yeah. It's, it really blows my mind. I understand this is how time zones work, but it is crazy to me that you still have like your day left and I'm in Eh, the night. I got a day, but it's. What does the day look like? The day, the rest of my day, tonight I am cooking on Zoom with friends and we're making a pasta dish. By pasta, I mean spaghetti. We're doing spaghetti and we're doing a sauce of some sort. We're doing a salad on the side. We tried this a few weeks ago and it was pretty successful. We drank wine along the way. We moved and then we put the computer up to our dining room table and we ate with our friends from across the country. It was lovely. And you're invited if you'd like to come. That sounds it just so might be fun. Yeah, it might be past my dinner time though. That's okay. Maybe next time. Next time. Maybe you'll do we'll, you'll do a lunch and I'll have dinner. Ooh. And we'll eat it together. Love that. Yeah. That sounds great. So, what type of counter programming are we thinking for next week? I'm thinking we should finish out our countertop series with wood. Wood? Would you? Would you? How much would you want to do that? I would love to. Would you do us the honor of closing out this episode? Absolutely. We will see you counties back here next week for a deep dive into wooden countertops. Thanks for tuning in to Counter Programming with Shira and Ariel. And a huge thank you to everyone for the overwhelming response to our newly created Instagram account. Ariel, where can they find it? They can find our Instagram at Counter Programming Pod. We do all sorts of fun things over there. What have we posted so far that you've liked? We posted a photo of us on our countertops. We posted that. We also posted question in our stories where we asked people to send us their favorite types of counters. Uh, a lot of people have been not responding to it, but instead saying that they love the idea for this podcast. How exciting is that? Well, have you seen those? I have, and we got a great idea about another episode. We could do a different type of counter that we hadn't thought of yet. Yeah, we won't share that one here, but later down the line. And we also got spam already, so that's fun. That's how you know you made it. So as a reminder, everybody, if you like what we're doing here, please let us know. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple or a comment on CastBox. If you don't know what it is that I'm talking about, I would be happy to walk you through the process of of leaving us a review, you can send us an email at counterprogrammingshiraariel at gmail.com. I will personally call you up on the phone and walk you through the process of 
leaving a review. It's helpful to us. It also helps people find our podcast. So we really would love to get some reviews. Shout out to our logo designer, Kayo Slikta. You can find his amazing designs on Instagram at C-A-I-O-S-L-I-K-T-A. We love working with Daniel Turek, who mixes, masters, and engineers our show. You can find more from him at robotslap.com. That's robotslap.com. <laughs> and our theme music is called Tennessee Hayride, and it's by Jason Shaw, and it rocks. We'll see you back here next week. In the meantime, admire your countertops, stay safe and healthy from our countertop to yours. Bye. 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 And just so everybody knows, Shiro is very excited to come up with from our countertop to yours. Thank you. I do love it.